All right, it's your boy Jay Barber with Studio Noise, teaming up with the good folks at the Stay Home Gallery. Uh, they created their independent uh, curator program that they have, and I was paired with Ms. Jasmine Wilson in the show she curated for Stay Home Gallery. It's called Inward. Inward in the description is listed as an exhibition inspired by a collective isolation and intimate encounters with ourselves, centers on the work of artists who confront their beauty, identity, and personal struggle through portraiture. So I'm so happy to have one of the artists from the show here with me today, Miss Kaylee Aldrich. How are you doing, Kaylee? Hi, I'm doing really well. Really yeah. well today. Yeah, yeah, Kaylee's been having a great old time at summer camp. <laughs> so yes, yeah. yeah, I'm teaching at an art camp for the summer. Um, to a lot of teenagers, so it's super cool to like have graduated art school and academia with college students, and then come out here in the middle of nowhere in the woods and just <laughs> teach all of these kids who are normally like kind of like the outcasts at school, and now they just have a safe space to make work. So. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. It's been super fun. Oh, that's awesome. You know. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started. Yeah, sure. So my name is Kaylee. I'm from a small town outside of Buffalo, New York. I just graduated with my BFA at Alfred University. Um, and my work, I focused largely in painting in my last year at Alfred. Um, my work talks about the experiences that I had growing up in two very different gendered worlds. Um, I grew up doing Taekwondo and dance so it was very different and they both pushed me in a lot of ways so i talk about movement in my work and how that relates to like being a woman and where power comes from versus beauty and what is expected of you versus kind of breaking out of that kind of mold um so that's kind of what the work at large is about my senior show is titled abstracting femininity so um that's kind of a summary summary of what I work with. So, yeah. Nah, that's awesome, yo. Yeah, that's awesome. So you talk about these two gendered worlds. Um, yeah. Tell me about it. Like, how did you end up yeah. in Taekwondo and <laughs> dance at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. So I think with dance, my mom just signed me up when I was two because a friend of ours was doing it. And it was just kind of popular to do for little girls at the time. So I just started dance before I could even remember. And then in kindergarten, I guess I was really, really shy and timid. And the teacher told my parents that I hadn't talked, like, for months. And so oh, wow. my parents wanted to build my confidence. And so I got a pamphlet from a Taekwondo studio. And I still remember so clearly the first day. I was so nervous. And you had to do, like, a one-on-one with the instructor before you were allowed into class. And he told me, okay, now we're going to try punching. And I, my eyes got really big, and I remember thinking, oh, we're punching each other. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was like this and stuff, because I was like six. But yeah, and so I did that until I was like 11 or 12, I got my black belt. Um, and yeah, it was great. I mean, there were, there were girls there, but it was it's still, the movements themselves are seen as masculine, like famous movies about boxing or martial arts in general like the karate kid it's all like men or boys who are presented in that world and it's aggressive and powerful seeming so like those kind of characteristics are always attributed to one gender and like masculinity and then dance I was like I was in ballet and then I grew out of that and did a lot of other types of dance and then in college I, I was a dance minor as well and that was very different dance than you kind of see in mainstream media it was very much like art dance so like i don't know kind of like postmodern stuff like that um right yeah so 
yeah, so that dance also evolved a huge part of me too. Um, but the dance world is, yeah, it's very rigid and controlling of like how everyone has to look the same with what they wear to class, how they look on stage. And so it can get competitive beyond just your ability as a dancer, but how you look in a costume. And then like being a little girl, you're starting to learn, oh, like this is um, what's valued and hyperfemininity and like you kind of learn those things in the dance world and beauty and what is beauty to women versus like what's really valued in martial arts, um, which is totally different. So growing up with that like opposing duality was really interesting. And and like beyond those two aspects, then just kind of getting older and learning more about topics of feminism and um, gender at large is really formative in my college years for sure. That's a, that's great, Joe. And, and that's super interesting <laughs> because it is uh, these roles that we assign each other, like whether or not yeah. um, they whether or not you fit into them. Right. And then that mm-hmm. becomes like a, a lifelong struggle uh, trying to fit definitions of, of yourself that you personally don't feel like you fit into. So where do you feel like you right. fit into in, right. in those two in between worlds? Yeah, yeah, I think, like, that's so true, that's such a good point, like, I feel like, I don't know, culture and, like, the American society in general, I can only speak to the American because I'm American, but we're obsessed with, like, boxes, and things are one way or the opposite, and, like, it's black or white, and it's this or that, but I think everyone has a lot of everything mixed in with them, and so, I don't know, sometimes I, I absolutely love the beauty and being soft while I dance but also it's fun to explore power in a punch um when you're hitting and boxing or something like that and so yeah I guess it's kind of finding the line I guess it's like a lifelong struggle for me um and most people to see like how much of what I think I am is like real and how much is just taught or socially yeah. conditioned yeah, that's and ingrained in me to believe that that's what I actually like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Nah. Um, my friends and I talk about that a lot, like get all existential, like do, do I actually like this or are you just taught that I should like this and trying to really find that inner self, which kind of relates to the show, like going inward and really trying to find out who who am I really what do I actually like what do I want to do where is my real voice um so yeah it's now that's true and I think this past year especially and talked to a lot of artists from the show this past year especially uh gave people a lot of room to kind of fill in that space for themselves right once you get off we call it the hamster wheel but once you get off the hamster wheel uh you get to choose how you fill your space up with and and what exactly do you think defines you as an individual? So you just bring it back to the work. Like, tell me about one of the pieces that you have. You have three pieces in the show. Um, yes. Tell me about one of the pieces called No Thank You. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last piece I created for my BFA show. And so my BFA show, it was like a year long process. And so the first semester, I was still kind of figuring out what I was, how I wanted to paint and how I wanted to represent what I wanted to talk about onto the surface. And the second semester, I really honed in on what I wanted to do. And I started really getting gestural and abstract and um, just exploring the paint and the different transparencies and um, the different concepts behind each. 
And then at the end, I knew I wanted to end with a solo figure because most of my other works have a lot of figures in them. Um, but the last one, I knew I wanted it to be a vertical, like kind of, I don't know, intimidating figure staring at the viewer because in the other ones, I don't really have a figure with eyes looking right back at the viewer. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to end with that because it's kind of saying, it's a self-portrait. I don't think I... It took me a while to admit that I was doing self-portraits. Like, for years, I would just, like, paint faceless figures or head, heads with no hair or something like that. Um, so in the end, it took me that whole year to really get to the moment where I was like, I'm okay to be vulnerable now. I'm okay to paint myself as I'd like to be, like, able to be in this, like, power stance of legs, kind of shoulder-width apart, arms crossed, and able to affirm to someone, no. Thank you. Like still being firm, but kind um, in a way and not letting people, I don't know, not letting myself people please and always doing what I think others would want me to do. Um, that's kind of the journey I kind of realized that I, I do a lot, especially over quarantine. So that painting was really embodying like that, this kind of aspirational idea of who I, my inner self wants to be. Mm. and and so yeah that's how that one started and I was inspired by my one professor who she is just so unapologetic in every way she like enters the room says hi to everyone engages in conversation but is still so firm and confident and she stands like that constantly <laughs> and so so yeah I kind of took that pose from her um but yeah so it's kind of this aspirational painting of who who I want to work on being well, that's interesting, yo. So it's it's deep when you start breaking down like what self portraiture means, mm-hmm. like to the person that's painting it, right? Yeah. Uh, you said it a little bit about it's almost showing in a more uh, idealized version of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like who you want to be, an aspirational like figure, less yeah, about absolutely. like who you are. Like, do you see holding up that mirror to yourself? Like, do you see uh, correlation to you and this figure like in that way like specifically mm-hmm. yeah i think so i and a lot of times i can stand up for myself and speak up and that's why i loved martial arts and boxing so much because it it translates so well to the, like being in a stressed environment like your body's stressed but it can focus into a punch and so it can translate into your real life if you are mentally stressed you can still like calm down and be direct with what you want to say and so I do think that over the years I've gotten good at that, but there's still like times where I definitely feel intimidated by others or just know that I feel like I want to keep quiet about something or not really be as unapologetic or bold with my words mm-hmm. as other people might want to hear me be. So, so yeah, I definitely see um, parts of myself in that painting um, that are like not just inward, but that I express outwardly too but it's definitely I think a journey (laughs) to be like that all the time and maybe it'll never be like there's a balance with everything so so yeah yeah I get that so as you describe like the lessons that you learn during your fighting and the dancing right that Mm -hmm. makes me put uh the piece to fight with and not against in a different context right (laughs) like uh to explain that one to me Absolutely. Yeah. So that one I'm kind of talking to myself too. Um, I used to struggle because I think of this dance, but also being a young girl and seeing 
what is valued for women and femininity in society and like like I mentioned thinness before but being small being submissive in your voice being quiet being passive being nice I think that really impacts a lot of young girls and women um and so I used to like fight against my body with nourishing it properly and overdoing it on exercise and like just trying to be small and palatable for everyone and so that title kind of comes from this idea of I'm done fighting with my body and with myself or against my body and against myself I'm going to use my body for power and to help myself move forward um and it it was like a long process to get me there especially through quarantine um like you mentioned it was a time of self-reflection for sure um and potential growth um so yeah so that one is kind of like about this shift in mindset for me saying I am done fighting with myself I am my I should be my own best friend and like helper and I should be helping myself get through things and push forward and grow and not trying to fight against myself and how I go through life every day so so the figures in that um use like different punches and boxing gestures and anger poses but it's like these happy kind of tropical like colors um to kind of say this isn't just about anger or aggression it's not like this deep black and red painting or something it's like happy and it's still light and it has this kind of like oh this is good this is a like a white ship this is going to help me be better this isn't just about like anger this is using power to help me out um, so that's why there's kind of that like duality of a lightness quality and also like these punches and these boxers in it. So yeah, I really enjoyed that one. That was one of the last ones I did for my summer film. Tell me a little bit about your move into this more abstract like mind, yeah. mind state and the gesture that's involved. Oh yeah, I would love to. So I, um, it took me a while. Like throughout art school, I never really painted too abstractly with figures until like my second semester of my senior year um but it just one I enjoy it I feel like paint is so fun to play with and I paint semi-large like um the paintings are like four feet by five feet on average and so it's really fun to if I'm talking about the body it's fun to embody my own self as I'm kind of throwing a paint on the surface and I think it adds expressiveness um and energy and that movement that I'm talking about. But also I am so sick of seeing like women's bodies painted super realistically just to like admire their how the body looks. I think it's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, like I know in different contexts and different identities that is so important. So we don't just see the same realistically done and rendered female form, but to see all of the different types of bodies. So I see that it has value, but for my personal interest, I'm just more interested in like giving the viewer a hint of what is there. It's like, oh, it's this female body that's like everywhere. (laughs) You look, it's on magazines and in movies and it's everywhere, but I'm like not gonna give it to you. I'm gonna show you, here's what I'm talking about, but I'm just gonna outline the shapes or I'm just gonna throw out a, like I'm like gesturing like you can see me. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just do a paint to show a punch instead of like actually looking at the arm and like whatever like how the arm actually looks in person. Like it doesn't matter. It's more just about talking about 
the bodies and what they do and the energy that they are expressing. So yeah, it took me a while to get there. Um, I got interested in abstraction my junior year, but I don't know, I fell out of it. And then, cause it's hard to find like your, your style in a moment. And I don't even know if I'll have this way of painting forever. I probably won't, but it's hard to find how to translate your ideas and subject matter into the way that makes sense for everything. So it took me a bit, but but yeah, I just it just made sense of my concept to not show the female form like perfectly rendered and it just gave it more expressive quality and I'm more interested in like how the paint can play and represent something mm-hmm. through through brush stroke or through glazing and shape. So yeah. No, I like that, Joe. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh talk a little bit about your your third painting extend. Yeah. Yeah, that one was um so fun that again was one of my later ones um that one is the biggest one i've done it's eight feet long by four feet and i just knew that i wanted to do like a mural sized kind of painting um when i was at school um and i was thinking about just kind of this pull and push effect in the painting and i do that with the gestures there's a lot of like reaching for hands or like comforting or like running so it's like moments of like where you see gestures of softness versus like powerful of force um or like two figures kind of coming together um like I said pulling for each other and so that one I was thinking about like my like every figure I paint is basically self-portrait even if there's 18 in the in the painting so it was about like kind of the inner fighting with myself about hey let's do this no I want to stay here where I am like safe I don't want to go in my comfort zone or you need to come and do this it's like this inner inner war with yourself sometimes and also just like if I paint two figures comforting each other it's like that self-compassion like I don't know like comforting my inner child or like (laughs) if I had a bad day like being there for myself and not I don't know, continuing, continuing down a spiral. Um, So that's what the gestures were about and kind of extend the title comes from kind of extending forward and keep pushing on. Um, And with the paint itself, I was playing with whiteness as well with then like big, bold, thick red brush strokes or pink brush strokes or whatever it is um, to kind of add that contrast of push and pull. I really like contrasting work. And so with this one, it was really all about that, both with the colors and the way I painted, but also with the the gestures themselves. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you learned something by this time um, about the style you were trying to do and in the ideas you were trying to convey? And what do you think yeah. that was? Yeah. Um, oh, there's so much to say. I yeah, this year definitely made me really hone in on how I wanted to paint and with each painting I would like approach a new challenge to myself like maybe I want to try more washes or maybe I need this new color I haven't painted with green let me try a whole green painting or a whole pink painting or whatever I wanted to challenge myself with and like what can that green represent and and then with shape it's like how can I break down the body by shape or by line and I'm really interested in that and then how can these figures become part of the like field of color in the background? 
so yeah formally with like the different painting techniques I definitely learned a lot and see where my weaknesses are or habits are and how I can push myself out of that but yeah I think in general like my work taught me how to be more vulnerable and how to talk about what I really wanted to talk about Mm. like in my previous years at school like my sophomore and junior year I would like try to talk about humanity like (laughs) it's just that's so broad I can't speak to every human I can't even speak to every woman or like so what I really wanted to talk about was myself because that's what I know I know my experiences I know what I am observing and thinking about so I think this year taught me how to push myself to be vulnerable and paint self-portraits and talk about my experiences and also in my senior year I had to write a thesis to graduate and so I wrote like 40 pages about my wow. meetings, my research, my paintings. And so that helped a lot um, with having me really admit, okay, I know where this is all coming from. I know what this is about. And um, I see where I want to go with it. And that was a big learning tool because I like writing. Um, not everyone does not, it doesn't help everyone, but I think to find something that really helps you be i don't know put into words what you're saying even if it's maybe just talking it out i think that's really helpful for artists yeah Um, yeah so yeah yeah that's for sure i think yeah i think it's definitely about whatever you need as the artist to understand what you're doing and to to be able to to go back to it and like find that place and never have to like reset and rev yourself all the way back up like every time you sit at sit at the table right right yeah and sometimes you'll make work and be like, I don't know what this is about yet, but I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And then maybe I'll write about it. And then, oh, oh, wow, I see what I'm thinking about. And that makes sense why I'm drawn to that imagery or that color or whatever it is. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Do you feel like you would have made the same type of work without the pandemic? I don't think so. <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe, but it would have taken me so many more years to to have been pushed there um the pandemic really yeah it like totally put into perspective um i don't know what you like what each person i think struggles with or mm-hmm. like you couldn't hide from it you were with yourself at all times you were maybe challenged mentally because you're in isolation the world was kind of felt like it was just on fire with all of the terrible things that happened this past year and so confronting yourself, um, who you surround yourself with, like your environment, what makes you happy. I think it, the pandemic definitely challenged everyone mentally um, to realize like, what what am I doing? What's important? My life is kind of on pause right now. And the whole world around me is in this like erupting chaos, but I'm here at home. <laughs> I think it really pushed everyone to think, yeah, who, who am I? What am I doing? And what do I care about? Um, and so for me, yeah, a lot of things came clear during the pandemic. Um, and I think the subject matter was pushed further in my work when I got to go back to school in the spring. Um, and, and yeah, I don't think I don't think I would have been ready to go there if if it wasn't for that. For right those hard yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> something something good came out of it, at least. You know, like if we could all take a little bit of self-discovery, because even though now we're just beginning to understand what we've been through, you know, so Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's awesome that we as artists get to have art to be able to understand it. Right. (laughs) And I wonder what other people are doing, like other people have to uh, go search for help and and do a whole lot of other things when we can 
have a, a natural process for us or natural for us yeah. that we can yeah. kind of translate these feelings into. Yeah, absolutely. To yeah. be able to know, oh, I can express this. Even if I don't know what I'm expressing yet, I can mm-hmm. just sit down and like throw color at this thing and like see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's so valuable. For sure. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Kaylee Aldrich underscore art. Um, my website is linked there, and that would yeah, that would be the easiest place to go. My Instagram. That's what's up. Good luck to you and everything that you're doing. And thank you, you know, so much. You made some beautiful work. So congratulations, thank Joe. You. It was so great to be here talking with you today. Thank you for having me. That's it for this special episode of Studio Noise. Just think of these special episodes as the mini artist talk to go along with the show, the virtual online exhibition, Inward. You can find it at stayhomegallery.com slash exhibitions slash Inward. So check out the work from the show. Come back, listen to the artists for the show. It's all a good time, baby. (laughs) That's what we do. And of course, if you like what you hear, you want to hear more, for Studio Noise, we got over 117 episodes in the archive ready for you to check out. Just waiting. All the artists, black artists that you want to know, that you need to know, right here on The Noise. We sure do appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Come back. Hear the rest of the artists in the show. Come back for more noise. And we'll see y'all next time. Appreciate you. <laughs>